Welcome back to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindekew, the good things guy, and I've got Kerry sitting next to me, the good news girl. Good morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. It's Tuesday. We get to hang out in studio with you guys and bring you all sorts of inspirational stories and good news. Why? Because we don't concentrate on guck. And because we can. And because we can. And that's, we want That's the truth. <laughs> um, I just did a little Facebook Live video uh, that showed you the backstage of what we sort of do. And check it out. It was pretty manic this morning because I literally... It was a crazy morning. Usually I get you a good like 30 minutes before, have a cup of coffee, sort of catch up with the team. I was looking around and I'm like, hmm. Kerry nearly <laughs> almost did the show all by herself today. No, Kerry nearly plutzed herself. Her plutzed herself. We, <laughs> we wouldn't have minded that. All right, so we've got um, bomb threats happening in our shopping yes, centers. Yes, we have uh, petrol price going up, food going up. We have mm-hmm. our president doing whatever he's doing. We've got all sorts of stuff that we will not mention at all. Because that's what we do. We don't we don't bring you that news that you see all over the other news websites. We bring you the good stuff. Actually, you know what? Going on a terrorist thing, there has been a, a report from all the shopping centers to say that you guys are safe. You can still shop. Yay! So is that for real, though? Yes, it is for real. I saw a tweet uh, from Jonathan Witt, yeah. who, who I follow. He's quite great. And he actually said, um, how incredibly stupid do you have to be to ignore three terrorist threats? Like, mm. maybe not. Maybe mm. just take a break from the shops this week. It'll save your wallet. <laughs> It'll, it might save your life. You just don't know. So that's what's going on in South Africa. This is the good stuff that you're tuned into. It comes to you every Tuesday uh, on Cliff Central. We bring you all sorts of good news stories. Kerry and I troll the internet for the week, and we try to find you the top five good news stories, which she finds, and she emails them to me, and she's like, Brenty, we need to speak about this. So we're going to bring you that in a bit. Plus, uh, we're also interviewing representatives from Dogtown, South Africa. Um, they're a really cool pro-life animal rehabilitation center that specializes in what they call problem dogs. So I'm looking forward to find out a little bit more about them I'm and what excited. they do. Animal stories are cool, man. I know. And I mean, it's, uh, I think there's a whole, um, what is the word? I don't know. There's a stigma around a lot of dogs, a lot of different dogs. And I think they can educate us today. Cool. So I'm excited to speak to them. Plus, uh, we'll bring you our updates as we do every week with the CEO sleep out, but not just yes. the CEO sleep out. We're about the sympathy sleep out. And if you don't know what that is, um, make sure you stay tuned because we want to tell you how you can do good just by sleeping. <laughs> Pretty at much the, the office. <laughs> at the office, having a, having a quick nap at the office. You know, as Not you do. right now, though. Don't 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 be napping right now. That's the wrong thing to Some do. Some people actually encourage a nap at work during the day. Mm, they do. Google have got like beds and stuff yes, at their offices. Yeah, and you sleep for half an hour. We don't work for Google. I've got a couch over there though in the studio. So if you want to have a quick nap, no thanks. You can if you want to. It's all it's all good. No, we're gonna concentrate on the good yeah, stuff. Exactly. Uh, we'll also have the Huddle Up girls as we do every week. It's Kirst and Paige from Huddle Up who come in and bring us a whole bunch of good news stories. And I'm lying. They tell us what to do. They're a dating site for charities. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> you can see I'm not reading off any notes or anything. It's all just babbling. Blah, blah, I'm blah. Lying. Um, yeah, they bring us all a way to get involved right now that you could do something and change something and really make a difference. I call them a dating site for charities because they find those charities that really, 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 really need something and then they marry it with a corporate, an individual or a person that can help. Yes, they spend time with organizations. Yeah, so super rad. We'll speak to them a little bit later. If you want to get involved with the conversation, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindeku or Kerry Stain, or you can send us a message via a WeChat account because we, we live on WeChat, mm. or you can give us a call on 061 
because that's how we get in touch. Kerry, um, just a little bit of an update. Yes. So, I mean, we've brought this story a couple of times that we've spoken about it. It's Hope the Rhino. Yes. Which, I mean, it's quite drastic what happened to this rhino. I know. She's only six years old. Yes. And she had her horn taken off. Mm -hmm. And the poachers, apparently most of the poachers don't know what the hell they're doing. And I guess they didn't ever go to poaching school. But they think that if they (laughs) can... Is there a school? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. If they can remove more of the rhino horn, they they feel like they'll get more kilograms for it. But it's like a nail. So it only only starts and ends at a certain point. Yeah. And what they do and why they land up killing these rhinos is because they just, they chop it off too far. Yeah. Um, Hope went through this. They literally cut off her, 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 face. her face, really. Yeah. Uh, but she survived. I know, right? She survived. And the update to that is a year later, hmm. in 12 months, they've started seeing, I mean, she's going through a lot of rehab. The, 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 the costs are over half a million rand her to help this face rhino. It's all brain bandaged. It's all bandaged. But the good news here is that there is a sign, um, that her horn is starting to grow again. I know. It's beautiful. So that's flipping cool. I know. And you can see, I mean, she's, um, she's got bandages and stuff on her face still, but you can see the, the horn coming through. The horn's coming through. Yes. And, and you know, it's going to be cool. Um, when they start like a breeding program and stuff with her, it's going to be pretty rad because that's when it counts. I that's think it's when amazing. We start. You know what? And the fact that they've actually put in the time for rehab and to get her back to, to health, really. Completely. 100%. Because people don't really care about that. No. A lot of people don't. No. And it's like, oh, it's just another rhino shame. It's just, you know. But it's not, actually. But it's not. They're an endangered species. Yes. Also on that point, and it's got nothing to do with actual wildlife, but zebra cabs. <laughs> yes. I see that. Tell me about it. So um, Uber put their prices down. Oh, dear. Yes. And then they put their prices up again. Okay. Because of whatever reason. I'm not sure what they were thinking, but the prices went down and now they've gone back up. And, you know, Uber... Uber's become part of our lifestyle. It's something that we tap into. I know. And use. And, and for the most part, South Africa doesn't have such great competition for them. They, they own the monopoly or so we thought. So we thought. Zebra Cabs are a cab company that is 100% South African owned. Yes. They worked as a taxi association, Mm -hmm. so they didn't really work as Uber did, but they've just launched an app. Really? Which is the Zebra Cab app. Which works exactly the same and as you'll Uber. And you'll see, you'll see zebra cabs. They are what you I mean. They they're are a zebra. They're black they, and white. Yes, and they've got zebra stripes all over their cars. All over the cars. And um, what's really flipping cool is they are now cheaper than Uber. Oh my hat! Well, so, you know what? That's not a bad. That's not a bad thing. Competition is healthy. If you're looking for like, rides or whatever, you know, it's like a. I just got to get an Uber. Unlike me, I get stuck in places because I didn't have Uber on my phone. No, I I, I I had Uber on my phone. I still got Uber on my phone. But then over the weekend, I heard about this whole zebra thing. And on Saturday, I was like, let me test it out. I'm going to log in. Let's get a zebra. Let's see what happens. Um, I'm going to get a zebra, guys. And I, I got a zebra <laughs> and it, I first checked it against Uber and it was cheaper. Yeah. It was cheaper. I don't know what... Kirst is doing. I don't know what she, she's. So we've got a window here that you yes. can see out into the lounge, and you can see what's sort of it's going on. It's like a fishbowl. We're in a fishbowl, and we have a whole bunch of people that are sitting, working, or eating, or drinking, or doing whatever they're doing. And Kirst has just come up to the window and thrown something against the window, and I'm not sure what it is. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe text us and let us know so that we can talk about it as well. Um, the the other thing that is sort of current and happening is the elections that are coming up in. What is it? August. August. Yes. And they've just released the stats this morning that 26.3 
million South Africans have registered. Wow, that's a lot. Eh? It's seven that's more than ever I before. Thought, yeah. Ever before, it's seventy-seven percent of the voting population because you can't vote if you're under eighteen. Yes. So, or if you're not a South African resident or citizen, that's amazing. So it's like a it's, wow, it's seven, like a revolution. Seventy-seven percent of the voting population. That is incredible. And we had an issue with the whole voting thing. I mean, with the whole registration thing. Yeah. So this is like, wow, this is great. It's really great. This is and showing like amazing results then. Hashtag change is coming, I think. Wow. How cool. Now we wait for, I mean, for August. For August. Um, well, I need to ask since, I mean, it's there. Did you register? Yes, of course I did. I, of course. Of course it's such a and terrible then had, word. And then, and then I had a conversation with a couple of people and they're like, why must I register? Because, I mean, you know, I'm just one person. And you could be that one person that changes. Yeah. I, and like, this. I understand. I get it, but I feel it's important. So I hope that everybody's registered. We've registered and we are going to vote and, and that's all the catch up news I have. Do you have anything that you want to catch up on? Or are we going to catch up in the good news stories? We are catching up in the good news stories. We're going to catch up in the good news stories. So every week, uh, as I said, cursed, cursed, Kerry and I search for, th- there's too many K's here. Cursed, Kerry. We search for the good news stories from around the world and we literally dig deep. Let's dig deep. That's what cursed was looking at on the window. What is it? Uh, Josie Bear 24-7 taxi exhaling app. So it's another... Another one. An- a competition but is alive. look how alive. cute that is. It's called Josie Bear. So we've got zebras, we've got bears. That's flipping cool. Wow, and it's growing. Okay, Josie Bear, if you're listening, we've just punted you. So maybe give and us you know a call what? and let it's us know like, what you do. And it's also, it's like people get it like, it's proudly South African. It's the way to go, man. It's the way to go. Yeah, and she says it's another taxi app like Uber. It's new. Oh, very rad. Okay, cool. So if you guys are part of Josie Bear, give us a call. We want to know what you do and why you're different. Um, that's important. <laughs> right now, we're going to concentrate on our good news stories for the week. It's the top five. Uh, as I said, we search for these stories and um, bring you the top five trending good news stories from around the world. And we try to find South African ones as well, which is always never difficult. Exactly. Never difficult. What do we have at number five? Okay, so when I was looking for stories, I was looking for like the top ones and stuff and then... Uh, when I, just, found I, I just love, I just love the way there's a terms and conditions there. I just need to explain myself. So we just want to explain first. We're going to put a terms and conditions to the, the top five stories. Why? Because of nepotism and being biased. There's no biased. nepotism here at all, but okay, it was shared speak, so many speak, times. Speak, speak us through this, please. Okay. A man has helped a fellow South African with a random act of kindness that will blow your mind and inspire you completely. Okay. So this story is about me. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's where the nepotism and the biasness no, comes from. No, not at all, but it was so amazing. So a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, there's a guy called Ian, and um, Ian McCrea, and he owns a company called uh, Boston Food Trucks, Boston Food Truck Company. He wanted to come and give everybody here lunch. So, yeah, yeah, here being Cliff Central, not yes. in your car, your office. Yeah, no, Cliff Central, he wanted to bring everybody lunch. We started chatting and um, he started telling me about his business and how he started with uh, Boston Food Truck Company. And um, we had one thing in common. He was telling me about his dad that passed away from cancer. And then I started telling him about my dad. Um, Strews Bob, next day, um, he's like, no, I want to um, I want to help you. I'm paying it forward in um, loving memory of my dad. He gave me a car. It's a 1949 Ford Prefect. Prefect. So it is. And let me tell you, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do uh, alliteration here, but it's in perfect condition. Yes, it is. I saw photos of it, and it is pristine. It is. 
pristine, perfect Proppy. prefect. It is, it is perfect, actually. Okay, so I, I, I need you to let this sink in, uh, people listening. <laughs> she, Kerry, received a brand spanking, perfectly conditioned car. A classic car. A classic vintage car, which yes. is going to sell for a big truckload of money. <laughs> Um, which is going to help her and her father and everybody in between. And that, I mean, that is phenomenal. That is a cool thing. You know what? Happened. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, he's like, no, I'm just going to deliver it to your house. And I thought to myself, I'm like, really? And he's like, I'm a man of my word. The next day I had this car delivered to my house. It's there. I have it. Man, so it's very cool. We're going to let you know what's happening with the auction because I think it's important uh, that mm. we all get involved in this. Are you going to do it online? Yes. I think an online auction yeah. is the best. And, uh, we're going to chat again today. And literally, you know, I've never met him, man. I still haven't met him. We, ch- we chat on the phone. We need, to bring, we need to bring him into the show. <laughs> okay, yay. Wow, that is so inspiring. And I don't even want the food, but if you if you happen to come in your food truck, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have him on the show. That's flipping cool. Um, we're going to post that up online so that you can read about it as well. What do we have at number four? Acting National Police Commissioner stops robbery while shopping with his wife. So, I mean... <laughs> You know, he's, it's the good stuff. And, and he was out in yes. Rosebank Spa. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife was in the spa and he was in the car. And he saw all of this go down. He yes. saw people sort of with balaclavas. Yes, and all, um, like in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> he saw this all going down and he was like, no ways. Exactly. Um, I'm not only a policeman, but I'm going to stop this. Yeah. And he went yeah, to the rescue. <laughs> he stopped the robbery, um, saved the store from losing whatever that would have been stolen. And and he, there was a little bit of a scuffle that was involved. Just something Yeah, there small. was a little bit of... But he's okay. Yes. And you know what? Kudos to him. Yeah. Kudos to him. Because... That's what you want to hear. You know your what? He was probably doing. sitting there thinking, "Is this actually happening?" And then he was thinking about his wife because he was in the car. So obviously he had to jump in. Like, can you believe that? Well, it's these are the stories that we should be hearing yes. daily yes. from South Africa. Well, good for you. As how our police well are doing what they're supposed to be yes. doing. So that's a cool story. And and you know what? He's acting police commissioner. Mm. Make him the flippant police <laughs> commissioner. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well, done. we'll post that online as well. What do we have in number three? Meet the 10 refugees who will compete in the Olympics. I love this. Yes. I love it. Not only because it's sport, and I believe that sport builds so much in our society, whether it's teamwork, responsibility, um, sort of it builds a lot of character within within people. Definitely. But these refugees from all around the world, and don't Syria, just think... South, South yeah, Sudan, it's everywhere. Democratic, I mean, Democratic Republic of Congo. It is everywhere. They've, they've They're going to Rio. They're going to Rio. <laughs> It's fully paid for by the Olympics. Yes. And because, because they are refugees. This is incredible. They're going to be flying or, or competing under the Olympic flag. Yes. So they're going to have an Olympic gear. Mm-hmm. They're going to have an Olympic flag. When they do the, their national anthem, it's going to be the Olympic national anthem. Oh. They've, they've been owned by the Olympic. And How that's amazing. crazy. And you know what? They are refugees. So they have, they probably feel like they have no place. Now they do. Yes, exactly. Now they do. They can live in, the, in all the amazing. Olympic villages around well the done. world. Yes. It's very cool. Very cool. We're going to post that online so that you can meet all 10 of them. What do we have at number two? And we've already spoken about oh, Hope. Oh, but I Hope's didn't know that was in there. to recovery a year later and signs of a new horn appear. Okay, well, we've obviously discussed this. You know what, kid? It goes to show how I listen to <laughs> I or I read your emails. Yeah, no, thanks. We'll, we'll just pretend that didn't happen. So a year after being left for dead on a game reserve outside South Africa's southern city of Port Elizabeth, Hope has undergone about 15 operations to reconstruct her ravaged, ravaged face. 
And there's a horn growing. There is a horn growing. Yes, you can see the pictures. Put them up. Um, yeah, so we've already discussed that. But it is, I mean, that is the good news. We exactly. went through this tragic thing um, with this poor rhino, and we continue with all the, the poaching to to have this as part of our and society. And it's important for us to follow up on it as well. So important. So we'll keep bringing you updates on, on Hope the Rhino. What do we have at number one? Incredible African leadership from Tanzania that we can all learn from. Okay, this guy is my new rock star. I know, he's a hero. Like he's a, like, <laughs> like a hero. He's my new hero. rock star. He is the president of Tanzania. And I've been to Tanzania. I climbed Kilimanjaro. I also, um, I went to Zanzibar, which is mm. part of Tanzania. Yep. And... You know what? I didn't even know this was going on last year when I was there. But he was elected as the president sort of Novemberish last yeah. year. And within a month, he turned that country Around. on its head. Mm. He got rid of ministers that were in corruption. He got rid of um, expensive cars. Yes. He changed. There's a whole list here. There's a list. Uh, no one is allowed to fly business class unless you're the president or vice president. He was like, you, you work for the, the country. Like, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> What's going on? Um, he scrapped a celebration that they have for Independence Day in December. Yes. And instead said, we're going to use the money. To clean up our country. That's amazing. No big parties, no well who has. He's a great man. Yeah. He's a great man. So he's nearly been president you for almost a year. You can see he's like old school. In from, this picture, you can see he's old school, which is. From great. what I understand, he's, um, he's, what's the right word? He's, ooh, what's going on here? He's, he, ca- he comes from, uh, working hard. From that sort of environment, from he he wasn't thrust into this and then felt that it just all belonged to him. Exactly, and he was owed it. He's humble. Yes, he's humble, and he's changing the country and definitely showing up. Uh, what some other people in leadership could do, if well, you're listening. Dan, you see all these good things. We do have good things happening no, in in and, Africa, and uh, we could probably take some notes from uh, from John here. And we should. Yep. Let let us do that. Um, we've got a couple of messages. Uh, Chris. Wow, there's lots going on here. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots going on all over our screens. Chris Meckless, um, which is from the UK, he said, Brent, we love you in the show. I enjoy you all the way from the UK. Keep rocking, mate. We've got Esther Jacobs. Absolutely love your show. Good stuff indeed. Has the power to change Look the world. Look at that. Look at all of those. Uh, AJ Swanepoel, who's been on our show yes. before, says, huge fan of your awesomeness. Well done, Brent and Kerry. And then we've got Renid Deploy, who says, keep up the awesomeness. I love hearing from you guys. <laughs> so th- that makes it all worthwhile That's sometimes awesome. sometimes you know if i don't have the tweets and the things going i feel like i'm we're all by ourselves talking to each and other we're talking to each other in our fishbowl it's just kerry and i in our fishbowl yes. <laughs> <laughs> hi brent how are you uh you know we're just we're just fishbowling it um this is the good stuff on cliff central um and we will be right back when we get the commercial sweep going <laughs> no. it's on its way Okay. He told you call is important. Business leaders around the globe are committing to building a better world for everyone. Cliffcentral.com is joining forces with the Sympathy Sleepout, taking a stand for the plight of the homeless. We invite you to participate with us in the Sympathy Sleepout on the 28th of July, 2016. Join the ranks of leaders of change by using your influence for what truly matters. Sign up now for the Sympathy Sleepout on www.theceosleepoutza.co. .za. That's the CEO sleepout za.co.za. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. Cliffcentral.com.
That is just, that's one of my best feel-good songs. It's old. Kerry's like, I've never heard it. What is this? Where does it come from? Do you remember the movie Shallow Hell? No. With uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? No. When, when she was very, very, very fat. No. So basically, the movie goes, uh, uh, it's called Shallow Hell, and, um, and she was a really, really overlarge woman. Overweight woman. Over large. Overweight woman. And, and Shallow Hell is Jack Black. And he gets a spell put on him that he can't see it. And he actually sees people's souls. So he starts dating her. And through the whole thing, she's like, why you want to be with me? I don't understand. It's a really good movie. And that song comes from there. She no, she was completely morbidly obese. So, and it's such a great movie, actually, because in the end, he realizes that none of that matters. And it's all about the soul. All about the soul. We're, We're all about the good stuff. And every week we get to bring in incredible human beings who are inspirational and doing really good things and this week is no different dogtown south africa is a pro-life animal rehabilitation center specializing in so-called problem dogs i want to get into this so i can understand what it's all about they prefer to call them misunderstood dogs um and they're here i've got tracy here who's a representative of the organization to tell us a little bit about it and about the amazing work that you're doing welcome to the good stuff tracy thank you for having us it's great to have you here um i'm all about I, i would say i'm an animal person so first and foremost i care for animals i believe that we need to because they can't they they don't have a voice for themselves exactly and and your association is looking after the misunderstood animals dogs so what, what what are you guys about um it basically started about seven years ago where i used to volunteer at rescue centers around the country and then you'd see dogs that have um Issues that families weren't going to adopt them because of those issues. Sometimes it's a medical problem that's going to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just an inappropriate behavior with a human. But for a dog, it's a perfectly normal behavior. Yeah. Um, and I, wa- I was visiting the shelters and volunteering. And then I watched a program on um, TV on National Geographic called Dogtown. Mm-hmm. And it was a rescue center in America. And they were basically, the, the program I watched, they'd rescued the Michael Vick um, pit bull fighting ring dogs, oh, wow. and they were rehabilitating them, um, qualifying them as canine good citizens, and those dogs were going on to be therapy dogs. And I just thought, you know, if they can do that with those dogs, surely these poor guys that are not going to get adopted wow. are going to spend them s- the rest of their lives, you know, in an area where it's pretty much like a jail cell, and they've done nothing wrong. All they, They've just not been guided on how to live harmoniously with the humans so at that time um i actually worked in tv and i went across to meet the people there um and it was mind-blowing i came back and um closed my editing company down and started dogtown i just it was just something i everything happens for a reason i said that that before we went into the interview and it really 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 does you found your cause and your passion and something that you believe in yeah and and you're assisting those that can't yeah um what sort of i mean what goes into opening up a dog town because you need space you need i mean there's all these things these factors that you need to think about you know everybody always says oh if i had a farm i'd rescue them all i wish it was that easy um (laughs) Fortunately, I had a bit of funds in the beginning along with my husband that, you know, from my business. So we, that kept us going for the first couple of years. I think my husband was kind of hoping it was just going to be a hobby. Um, you know, <laughs> and I'd phase. maybe grow out of it and, <laughs> mi- and move on to the yeah, I missed the money of my business, but, um, I think he pretty much realized 
early on that that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> that ship sailed. Um, so basically what was good from our side was that I did have a little bit of uh, TV background and stuff yes. and, and Facebook had just come out. So, you know, I'd put a lot of effort into building stories about the dogs because I realized, you know, to say you take care of 150 dogs is kind of a blank thing thing you know people don't realize how much is that individual how many dogs you have there yeah um and this is 150 dogs that probably would never have been adopted and then we adopt i mean our adoption rates aren't huge but we adopt out 10 dogs roughly a month which is 10 dogs that wow, that's didn't have a chance yeah and I, I guess the thing is they i mean if you're rehabilitating the dogs, then you'd want to make sure that they're going to good homes as well. Exactly. So you, you wouldn't just open it up and let anybody come in and adopt the, the animals after they'd had a rough life or, no. or whatever they've been it's, through. It's a pretty strict um, adoption process that we run and, and we commit to that animal for life. Even if you've adopted the dog and, should be like you know, that. a year later you choose your um, posture and stuff. <laughs> yeah, We'll come out and help you to, you know teach you to put your stuff in the cupboard and not yeah. leave it lying around for the dog to chew. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we commit to those dogs for life. They've done nothing wrong. Mm. Um, and it's it's something that you've often said, Brent, where you've said, you know, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. I mean, I don't enjoy the sadness part of it. And one of the sad things is um, getting funds and stuff. Mm. People seem to want to support more the sad stories, whereas my passion is to show Okay, this dog had a really lousy life, but look how good they're doing now. Look what yeah. they're achieving. Mm. You know, and that doesn't necessarily always get you the publicity that you want. But to me, I don't want the dogs to be stuck in that, about the, yeah, that you, bad you, you place know what, they were in. If you, if you look at, uh, if you look at what trends, whether it's animals or humans or anything else that's happening on social media, and you brought up Facebook there for, for a second, it is that emotive stuff. Yeah. Even, even in advertising, if you look at like what Dove are doing or, um, uh, what is the food brand that have just launched that new campaign where the son cooks his mom dinner? And oh my word. When she finishes, uh, that's for McCain. Yeah. McCain. When, yeah. she, when she finishes her dinner, there's this beautiful note on the plate. Yeah. You're, you're selling vegetables. Yes. Like, um, you know what I mean? It's that whole emotive thing that happens. Yes. And you want to shy away from that. You want to be telling the good stories. You yeah. want to be going, look how amazing these animals are doing. I want to show that, you know, I mean, we've had some incredible, we call them miracle dogs. Often we take our dogs to vets that, have come into our care um, and they've said, look, the prognosis is not good. It's not going to do well. And we're like, stop. No, they will be fine. We just need you to help them. And we have loads of miracle stories and the people get really attached to the dogs. Mm. Um, Even though they've never met them, they get to know their story and their journey. And then, you know, it's the same thing again, though, if it's had a a bad beginning, a lot more people are interested in them. But you know, it's just showing that people that just because a dog um, maybe did inappropriate stuff, that they're not stuck in that space. Mm. They just need guided. Um, at Dogtown, we're all behaviorists. We're all qualified animal trainers and behaviorists. And we work daily with it's showing like problem them. problem children. Exactly. I mean, you know, it, and they're not born like that. Yeah. You know, the, the environment and the people around them create, you know, those behaviors in the dogs. 
So, you, I mean, you mentioned that you would go once a dog is adopted to go and help integration and, and sort of yeah. train owners to put their shoes away. <laughs> um, do you do that for, for anybody, even if the dogs weren't part of your program? Yeah. Um, we have, um, on our website, um, we, we have two parts. We have Barking Mad and we have Dogtown. Dogtown is the actual rescue center itself mm. that we started because of what we saw happening out there. Um, and Barking Mad is kind of our a community responsibility. That's where all rescue centers can and public can post dogs looking for a home. If they need assistance in finding a home, we'll do the home checks. We'll do the integration of their dogs meeting our dogs. Um, we, our behaviorists go out to families and help keep those dogs in their homes because obviously it's much better if we can help you with something that you think is a big problem and we realize it's something very small to fix. It just alleviates We just want, stress. you know, we can either advise advi- um, behaviorists in your area or we can come out and help you keep your dog because a dog's for life, which, dog is, is, for life. which is not the mentality mm. that most people have. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see stories that, that, show that every day where people sort of I don't know getting divorced and want to get rid of their dogs or moving overseas and Mm. a dog is for life and they're like a child and they go where you go it's the end of story the big thing and I guess the question that I need to ask and I'm I'm sitting down so don't don't scare me too much what does it take to feed and to look after 150 dogs a day as in how much food goes into that a lot um (laughs) our food bill averages on about 35 40,000 rand a month because um, remember, a lot of these have medical issues, so they're on special diets as well. We're very fortunate in that we do get some um, sponsorship from food companies, but you would think, you know, animal companies would do a lot more for rescue centers, which it's sadly, there's there's a handful the that will help us. Um, and then our vet bill is our biggest one. That average, I think this month, that's nearly 80,000 rand. And you don't, I mean, are there any vets that sort of do it pro bono? They don't do it pro bono. We get, we, we work with a specialized vet, Dr. Exley. He gives us a discount. And then our general vets, they also give us a discount. Um, so we do get better rates and we get better sterilization rates, which is something we're um, very oh, well, focused massive. Yeah, on. Massive. Um, you have to. We have another program called Spay It Forward where oh, we wow, help people um, sterilize their pets because sometimes it's not because they, they don't want to sterilize. They just don't have the it. means. It's expensive to yes. sterilize an animal. And the more animals we can sterilize, the more dogs that are not being born into this world that don't have a home. And, you know, it just helps our problem. I mean, I would be the first person who would love to be unemployed, that you don't need a rescue center. I'd be the happiest yeah. person on the planet. But unfortunately, it's part of our society and it's a need that we have. And you're fulfilling that need. Um, it is inspirational and you are doing amazing work. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. If, I mean, people want to follow this and they, they need to hear the stories, how do they get hold of you? What are the easiest ways? Um, we have the website, barkingmad.co.za. Um, and also on the website, you can go on there and click every day and help feed a rescue dog in shelters around the country. Montego help us supply food to shelters around the country through that costs you nothing you just go on and click um uh on the website is all our contact details we're on facebook dogtown sa we're on twitter barking mad for dogs um and if you want to send a little sms donation you can sms dog to 38919 and that donates 10 rand towards the care of our dogs absolutely incredible we're going to post all of that online so that you guys can find it there as well it's been phenomenal having you in studio i look forward to following your story and maybe one day coming through and spending some time with the dogs we'd love that i would love to i would love to (laughs) this is the good stuff on cliff central 
Getting to talk to inspirational people is what we're all about. And, and Kay, I mean, that's Barking Mad. They're doing really cool stuff. Yes. Really cool stuff. And I'm glad that we're here. You know, Kerry organized that interview because that's what she does. <laughs> she sorts out um, all of our guests. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's cool. It's rad. I, I'm, I, I like to see people that are actioning change. And, and we that's need one of the to biggest create things. Around that no, well. well, it's slacktivism versus, versus actually doing something, right? Yeah, yeah. You can either sit around and do nothing or you can wake get up involved. and get involved. Um, something else that we're involved in as Cliff Central and, uh, you know, you guys should be involved in it too because it's quite important. It's close to our hearts. In one way or another. In one way or another. It's the CEO Sleepout, which is, is coming to us in July. And, and we were talking to Charles Lakes off air. He's our guest today. He's our CEO who's going to be sleeping out all the way from Elliot Mobility. Am I right in saying that? Uh, yes, you are. Right? <laughs> a little bit. I, I, I always worry about meeting new people and getting their surnames wrong or getting their business names wrong because that's exactly what happened to me the first time I was on air. It's one of my stories that I have. It's my icebreakers. <laughs> I was on. I was on a morning show and and uh, I, he got my surname wrong seven times. Yes. In the space of thirty well, seconds. Well, it's 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 an unusual surname. Okay? Whatever. All right. So <laughs> the CEO sleepouts coming to us in July. We were talking off air about how scared we are of sleeping out because it's going to be quite cold. I've spoken to Rian Mansa. I've spoken to a couple of the CEOs. Um, you're going to be on the bridge, right? Uh, Brent, yes, I will be on the bridge uh, together with uh, our 2IC, uh, a student and as well as a scholar for the first time. Because oh, wow. they've, they've flipped it around this year. So they've yes. got, they've got this whole last year. It was only the CEOs that were going to be on the bridge. And now they're allowing for scholars to come, um, leaders of change. And then they've also got the sympathy sleep out that we're going to get into, uh, in a, in a little while. But first of all, what do you do? What does your company do? Well, Elite Mobility, uh, was founded in 1979 by Tom Ansley, uh, a captain of industry, a doyen, a very well known international, uh, relocation and removal expert. Uh, primarily our business is uh, household moving, international uh, as well as uh, domestic but we also do office moving, fine art storage, uh, relocations the whole spectrum of any type of relocation I think, you know what, hats off to you because moving is one of the worst things that I could think of and I'm so glad that someone else out there is there to assist us, I think Have you moved I've before? Seen, yeah, uh, let's not talk about it and I've seen the Elliot Vans as well they well, I tell you, it's it's one of those very difficult things. Uh, I, I think on, on 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 the list, it's certainly one of the most stressful things. Very. And it's stressful. one of the things that we try and do to make it a lot easier for people. Yeah, and I thank you for that. Um, your company, what does it mean to you be to be a part of the CEO Sleepout? Well, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic initiative. Firstly, uh, secondly, it's uh, to reiterate our support for transformation. Uh, and that's in the private sector uh, and, and the corporate sector. Uh, but empowering the next generation through education is something that's key and important for us to focus on. And our participation in this year's CEO Sleepout uh, is just an extension of our commitment uh, to real change 
not only in our community but nationwide. I think what's pretty amazing. Last year they managed to raise a little more, a little more than twenty six million rand during the process. This year the goal is to reach over forty, 40. million rand in one night. The girls are sitting here going, "What? That's insane!" Over forty million rand in one night, and you've you've touched on the, that it's all about education, and that's their key focus this year. It's education. It's that transformation. That is huge. It's focusing on the. Ki- I hate the saying because it's so cliche, but children are the future, and that's what we're focusing on. It's for the actual tomorrow. Uh, you said you are going to be sleeping out on the night. I will be, and uh, I, I must admit uh, that I'm a little bit nervous. That, uh, the, the, it's the most coldest day of the year. It is. Uh, we, although you can kit yourselves out with uh, warm clothing, uh, we are provided with sleeping bags. But uh, over and above just the CEO uh, participation, uh, we're sponsoring the convertible boxes. These little convertible boxes uh, start as a chair and then fold okay. out into a a, a mattress, not a very comfortable mattress, I, I must add, uh, but uh, certainly it, 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 it's similar to what homeless people would be sleeping on the streets. And we've sponsored these things, uh, a thousand of them. And uh, once uh, the CEO sleep out has been completed, uh, we'll be donating those uh, to a school uh, that can use them and put them to good use. I think uh, those chairs, um, the fact that it's, I mean, it's Transforms into something that can be used for that sort of thing is unbelievable. Um, they, they, you know, we can't get beds for all the homeless people and there's not enough houses for all the homeless people. So it's a cool sort of initiative and, and for them to use it in a, in a good way is, is and for you exciting. to give back again. Well, it's something for us to give back and, you know, we, yes. we, we, we're, we're, we're a proud, successful company and yeah. it's something for us to give back, uh, not only through CSI initiatives, but also to homeless people. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Will your company also be uh, participating in the sympathy side? Is that something that we're touching well, on? Well, that, that's, that's interesting here. Um, uh, firstly, uh, we, uh, with the sleep out, uh, uh, one of our um, uh, IT partners, ITIC, group. Uh, we've uh, got them involved. They've agreed to uh, sponsoring it. And, and Gavin Mayer, their MD, will be with me on the bridge sleeping out. So Gavin, I look forward to seeing you there. And and this uh, hopefully causes a domino effect. And I think the sympathy sleep out more important. And so what we've done, uh, the industrial park that we are currently in, in Centurion, uh, we've uh, been kindly sponsored by Improvon, the property group, who are going to initiate this. Uh, a lot of our people will be sleeping out. More importantly, uh, there are going to be a number of companies in the park, and I'm going to read those companies out to you. That's amazing. That's and, 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 these, and these companies are going to be participating. Grant Lewington from Improvon is going to be calling them. So do, do, they, do they know yet? Or they don't know us, yet. This is us nominating them. We're nominating them, and I'm nominating today, uh, and this is a call to action, and that is Mazda. Mazda's head office right next door to us. Incredible. Uh, the TiVo Group, uh, the ShopRite Checkers, huh. uh, G4S Security. The Targus Group, uh, Sangaban Construction Group, Zodiac, your pool cleaners, and Antenna Systems. Absolutely amazing. You've actually nominated these companies that they're going to be sympathy sleeping out on the night of the CEO sleep out. What we're going to be doing from Cliff Central is we're broadcasting live from the bridge. So Kerry and I will be on the bridge throughout the evening, but we'll be crossing over to all of the different companies that will be doing the sympathy sleep out. So I'm excited to get to your office park and hear that everybody's there. Um, you have been nominated, uh, uh, CEO sleep out guys on Twitter. I hope you're going to, you're going to put that onto social media somewhere that we've nominated them so we can get them sleeping out. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. 
incredible having so you on the exciting. show. We're excited to seeing you on the bridge that evening. Um, if people want to follow your company and get involved with what you do, how do they, how do they do well, that? Well, they can do it directly through our website, which is uh, com. It's that simple. We're going to post all of that online. We're looking forward to seeing you on the bridge. Um, Kerry, I'm a little bit scared of being on the bridge. And um, it's probably the coldest area in the whole of Joburg. Well, something, there is a through draft. Well, this is something There's that we no didn't think of, hide. right? Uh, the first CEO sleep out, they had all these buildings that were around them that yeah. sort of kept everybody away from the elements. This is nice and high up in the sky. It's high up in the sky. There's going to be some wind flow. It's only one night, so it's not what every other homeless person would go through. But by God, I've spoken to the CEO of IQ Business who said at half past three in the morning when your fingertips are freezing and your ears are cold and you just cannot fall asleep, it gives you a little, little realization of what a majority of South Africans go through. So it's important. (laughs) If you want to get involved with the CEO Sleepout, you just got to go follow www.theceosleepoutza.co.za. It's that that simple. Uh, the sympathy sleep out only costs you 800 bucks. So it's really not that much. And you guys can get sleeping out in your offices. I think the Huddle Up girls, they're actually in the studio at the moment. They're both nodding their heads. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're going to be part of the CEO sleep out in yes, one or yes, another way. Yes. Every week we bring the girls in. I call them a dating site for charities. And they... Um, Literally give us a, a insight into what we could be doing right now to change one thing to literally change everything. Welcome to the good stuff, ladies. Hello, thank, thank you. you. Thank How you? are you again? Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? How's everybody doing? It's always exciting to be here. It's great to have you here. What do you have for us today? Sure, we've got uh, Youth Day coming up um, next week. 16th of June. June. Yeah. And this is obviously a day that reminds us of the power of our youth and how we are as a generation Providing, I don't know, certain, you know, going ahead and making a difference for, for the youth that we are, um, involved with that year in the, uh, Net HIV AIDS Youth Project. So we're busy doing a Youth Day, um, event next week. But before that, on the 15th, am I correct with the dates? I always get them wrong because there's so many events going on. On the 15th, we're doing an event at the cookery, which is in Craig Hall. With the secret Josie's chef, which I'm sure some of you know about. A wow. uh, ticket costs 520 rand. You will be cooking food for a hundred kids for, for the, the next, next day. day. Oh, wow. So you'll yes. receive a meal, wine, as well as cooking for the kids, which is and quite then the exciting. next day, yes, we're calling all volunteers. We've got our list already with, um, team leaders and everyone's going to uh, come through and have a station, whether it be yoga, face painting, cupcake making. And Is just having a fun music? day. Okay. Yeah. Youth day. That's for youth day. That's the, the next day after we'll the cooking event. Distributing a hundred. If there's, meals. if there's one thing that I can say is that you girls know how to put an event together. <laughs> I, I went through to one of your deep slurs events and, um, I promise you it was so festive. So festive. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't think ever realized just how many 500 kids, kids was. Yeah. Okay, hold on. We hold can do on. this. This one, Brent. Yeah. Let me just tell you as well. In December, I had never experienced Nate's HIV in Orange Farm. And when I arrived there, these are like Orange Farm moms. <laughs> these are their children. They Absolutely know, they know incredible. each and every one of them and they wait for them to arrive. And it's just, you know what? It's, it's, it's an emotional thing. Well, I, I saw it in Dipslot when we went through to that school and there were kids literally waiting outside queuing yeah. Yeah. to get inside to not just for the food, for the playing and for everything else that you had going on there. So I think what you yeah. girls are doing is absolutely phenomenal. So we've Thank got the you. cooking, the cooking class happening on the 15th. Yes. Uh, where you not only get to cook for all these kids, but you get wine as well. And I'm, food, I'm and all food. for yourself. I'm, get it, yeah, you I'm get all for meal. that. I, I don't yes. mind that at all. And then on the 16th of June, which is a Thursday, yes. I stand to be corrected, mm-hmm. is a public holiday. Yes. Get your ass off we your couch and do please. something. Yes. Get, get, get to Orange Farm. 
get to Orange yeah. Farm. If they, if people want to get involved and they want to volunteer either their money or some time, what do yes. they do? So they can contact us. Our website is www.huddleup.co.za and my email address is cursed at huddleup.co.za. And then I'm Paige, P-A-I-G-E at huddleup.co.za. And we're on Twitter and Instagram. Of Huddle course up. you are. And course, yeah. for both. Every, everybody's all over <laughs> the place on social media. I'm going to, I'm going to be posting all about that online on cliffcentral.com plus, uh, on goodthingsguy.com because we put everything on there. Uh, absolutely phenomenal having the girls in the show. Kerry, it is almost the end. What? I don't like that. Yeah, don't it, hap- it happens every Tuesday. We get through an hour in the blink of an eye. Um, my change one thing for this week is pretty damn simple. Uh, whatever you do, just focus on being happy. There is nothing else that matters in this world. You gotta wake up, you gotta wake up every day and you gotta be, be in your, not, not only about being positive. Um, what you feed your mind is, is sort of what you take with you wherever you go. So d- try your hardest. I, I meet people constantly who are quite negative about their situation, whether it's South Africa or global or whatever you don't have to be it's a choice you make life is either a challenge or an adventure Mm. that's that simple um one thing that i want to mention just before we close is last week we had uh, joy from hospice that was in in studio with us and i must tell you um the response that we got from that interview was just phenomenal can i tell you what happened though when she was here hospice vits in on louis boerta in orange grove they were robbed a few days before she was here she didn't say anything no, about that. They were robbed and they stole a hundred and twenty thousand Rand cash from Hospice Vitz um shop on Louis Boerta in Orange Grove. And they didn't mention anything about that. No. She didn't want to. No. Wow. Um, so if you guys want to get involved, you either take your old clothes, your old furniture, old books, anything to Hospice Vitz, or if you want to donate um, money to make up for what they lost because well. that's that's how they they get all their businesses through those charity yes. stores. Um, that's how they make their they money. They had a and charity evening, and it was a um, it was a charity evening where it was a fundraising event as well. And then after the event, they were robbed of one hundred and twenty thousand rand. I'm a little bit flabbergasted. So if you want to help uh, hospice, I just the the response that I got from the story was incredibly positive. Um, the one thing that I mentioned during the show last week is that. If you're not going through it, if you're not in that experience, if you're not, if you're not part of or needing hospice, because let, let's face mm. it, everybody in this room is quite young. Yeah. We don't think that we would ever need to. Um, but, but it is something that when you face that, uh, you become a little bit more aware of, of how much that means to society exactly. to have a, a good hospice working. And the way that they make their money is through charity stores. Mm. So if you could take anything there, I didn't even know about that story, but that's why we had to bring, bring you breaking news to sort of um, <laughs> assist them. So get involved. The response I got was amazing. And I yeah. got to visit a hospice last week. Um, I promise you, it's not like a hospital. No, I don't know if you've ever not. been to one. I've, it's I've like got, going home. Well, it's, it's, like a, it's like your bedroom. they've they've got proper bedrooms yes. with these comfy big duvets and massive flat screen TVs. They go out into a pretty garden. It's flipping cool, and yeah. it was it was it was an eye opener sure. for me to be a part of to see what these amazing people are doing for society. So kudos to that. Great having them on the show. Well done for organising. Um, that's the good stuff for this week. If you want to catch up with all the other shows, you can visit cliffcentral.com or goodthingsguy.com. I need to go my own website wrong. <laughs> goodthingsguy.com. We celebrated. Uh, last month over half a million unique readers which is insane because we're only 10 months old and um they they released this week the top 10 websites in south africa and at number 10 was broadband.com or or whatever they are and they had 1.2 million readers they've been going for like 
10 years. So, you know, people want good news and and that's what the good stuff is all about. We need to stay motivated. Uh, We need to inspire others. We're in this together and the only way we'll get through this is together. Don't ever forget that. And the last thing is in the right light at the right time, everything is flipping extraordinary. It's all you got to know. Please tune in again next week, Tuesday. We will bring you more good stuff uh, over and out. Have a terrific Tuesday. More of the good stuff.